Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. Hope this finds everybody having a great start to this new year. Thought we'd kick off 2023 talking about weather and spondylitis symptoms. Now I'm going to go through this article on myspondylitisteam.com and I'll have a link to it in the show notes. But I will also give my own uh, anecdotal background or, or experience with changing climates for AS and how it affected me. So the article goes on to talk about weather and spondylitis symptoms. It starts off by saying, many people with spondylitis, also called spondyloarthritis, they report changes in their symptoms when the weather changes. And that's fairly well known that barometric pressure is a good determinant of, you know, the rises and falls are going to affect how you feel. For me, more so than the cold weather is the actual barometric change when a storm is coming or going. Those changes in the pressure are what really just cause me a lot of issues. So the article goes on to talk about, you know, spondylitis, it's an autoimmune condition that causes inflammatory arthritis, primarily in the spine and the sacroiliac joints of the hips. This can lead to chronic lower back pain, among other symptoms. And it goes on to say, you know, spondylitis can also target other joints like ligaments and organ systems throughout the body. The most severe form of spondylitis is ankylosing spondylitis. And we know that as we look now at using the term axial spondyloarthritis, and you think of it as a plane traveling from non-radiographic to ankylosing spondylitis, those are really two terms that are probably best used by doctors. You just want to be confident that you have a diagnosis of axial spondyloarthritis. That's really all that you care about. And that's hopefully how the medical system and the insurance systems, at least here in the United States, push to allow for, oh, getting earlier and better treatment plans in place for those that aren't in the fusing stage already. Researchers aren't sure why different weather patterns cause spondylitis-related joint pain and stiffness to flare up, but many spondylitis team members report seasonal changes in their symptoms. They also offer tips for easing discomfort during inevitable changes in the weather. Well, like I said, when that barometric pressure is changing, that's when I really, really feel it. One study of 146 people with AS found that most people who reported weather-related changes in their symptoms found warmer temperatures made their symptoms better, cold weather made them worse. One person wrote, I can tolerate heat better than cold. My joints stiffen and pain increases with cold weather, shared one team member. Many other people, however, say living with spondylitis reports that warmer weather can also be difficult for managing pain. As one member said, both cold and heat are enemies of mine, but cold weather is easier to fight. It's easy to grab a blanket and warm up, but in the heat, it's impossible to get cooled off, another said. I also noticed flares in the weather swings. Well, for me, I changed climates 180 degrees different in 1996. I went from the very humid, damp climate here in Michigan to the exact opposite, Arizona. I lived in Phoenix where it was dry. For me, that was night and day. I could get on a plane, fly back to Michigan, and I felt like I'd just been beat up get back to Phoenix and almost within hours, I felt much, much better. So for me, that real dry weather, and there just isn't a lot of storms that go through Phoenix, so you don't get a ton of barometric pressure changes. So for me, that felt fantastic. After that, I spent almost 15 years in San Antonio. San Antonio has a very dry climate, so it was not near as dry as Phoenix, 
and there were more storms that came through, but they just weren't as frequent, and I felt fairly decent there. Then I lived in Jacksonville, Florida for about a year. Forget it. Now, everybody says, oh, I want to move to Florida. I want to move to Florida. The heat was nice when we had it, but it rained constantly. And it was one wave of like one weather front after another coming through. And every one of those rain fronts was just another, like by the time you have four or five of those go through in a day, I just felt completely beat up and defeated. When I was farther south in Florida, that made a difference, was different weather and felt better. But for that northern part of Florida, it was just miserable for me. So remember, just saying I'm going to move to Florida doesn't mean you're going to move to the right area. You've got to find out what works best for you. You know, again, why does weather affect spondylitis? Well, studies show that most people who have a rheumatic disease report that the severity of their symptoms depends on at least partially on the weather. Rheumatic diseases refer to any autoimmune disease, any auto-inflammatory disease that attacks your joints, muscles, bones, and organs. In addition to spondylitis, rheumatic diseases include forms of arthritis like rheumatoid arthritis and psoriatic arthritis. So why or how weather affects the spondylitis symptoms, it's just not well understood. They've done some studies, but just not near large enough, though researchers do have theories. One explanation deals with the effect of the barometric pressure, the pressure that we feel from the atmosphere above us. Differences in pressure have been linked to spondylitis symptoms and flare-ups. Cold air has greater density and create pockets of higher pressure. Some researchers believe lower atmospheric pressure may cause extra swelling in the joint spaces and increase inflammatory arthritis pain. Cold temperatures can sometimes cause blood vessels to spasm, which is to narrow rapidly, especially for people with autoimmune conditions like spondylitis. This effect is called Raynaud's phenom. The spasms decrease blood flow to musculoskeletal structures, which can lead to increased pain. So one way or another, it's probably something that will affect you to a degree, depending on your location you live and the amount of weather changes that come through. So how do you cope with some of this? Well, it's just like you would with any other issue. You know, your treatment and pain management for people living with weather-related spondylitis symptoms is similar to treatment for spondylitis in general. You have some physical activity you want to do, exercise, swimming, if at all possible. That's been shown to significantly improve the severity of the spondylitis symptoms. For pain, you can basically try some type of over-the-counter non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, an Advil or a leave, something along that lines to help with the temporary pain caused by the change in barometric pressures. Taking your prescribed medications, like biologics, that's also important and can slow the progression of spondylitis. Follow your treatment plan with your healthcare provider. This can help to you know, decrease or control any type of pain or stiffness. And we've just started to see now that there's new guidance coming out on the prescription of opioid medicines for people with chronic pain. So hopefully they will start to loosen up some of the constraints because I think you're seeing that it's not the people with chronic pain that were causing the problems. It's other issues that were creating these high demands. So the people that had true needs for them and that are in constant chronic pain that will not get better were caught up in a system that just was not allowing for them to get proper medical treatment. You know, with that, I want to make sure that as we go through here in the States, these weather changes and around the world as you deal with winter weather conditions or in the Southern Hemisphere, summer weather conditions, make sure to take care, get a treatment plan in place with your doctor, 
make sure that they understand what seems to affect you and keep a journal. When rainstorms are coming through, if you notice that you're feeling affected by it, write it down, track it, let your doctor know so that they know better how to assist you as you move through these weather patterns that, face it, we're going to deal with them for the rest of our life. We can't all move to Arizona or some type of climate similar to that. We're going to live around the world. So it's best if you are tracking your symptoms so that you can present a full picture to your doctor about what you're dealing with. With that, thank you. Let's start off 2023 with a huge bang. Please download this. If you haven't listened to past episodes, get those. Spread the word. Share this with others. I cannot grow this show without your help. I need your help to share these episodes. I can't believe I've been posting these episodes into the Facebook forums for, oh gosh, three plus years. And I still get people that go, I never saw this. I need you to share them. Please, if you know anybody that is interested in learning more about this for the benefit of better understanding you, share the show with them. It's with that that we can continue to grow these download numbers and continue to bring good content to you, the listener. Thank you and have a wonderful week.